0: Girls, douche but, but, is bad but, for hold you. Hold
1: on, there's norm. There's like a backing track though. So bu- before you do it, let me lay down. Okay. Like
0: a... Girls, when a substitute teacher asks you to talk after school, don't do it. He's a rapist. Girl coach.
2: So kiss me and smile for me. Tell me that you'll wait for me. Hold me like you'll never let me go. I don't know when I'll be back again. Oh babe, I hate to go. There's so many.
0: Today times on Ari Shiver Skeptic Tank. We bring in a man? Alright. I got nothing. Ladies and gentlemen, here's the episode. It's Fahim Anwar, who's a really, really funny comic. Uh, he does some guy code shit, but don't blame him for that. Um, that's just a money gig. Uh, and he's on today. He used to be an aerospace engineer, so we figured we'd talk about that. Would it be a boring topic? I didn't think so, but I was wrong. <laughs> it wasn't the most exciting one in the world, but it was still okay. It was interesting. Um, yeah, Fahim used to do that, drop that shit, while when his comedy started like getting better. Um, but yeah, we talked about what it was like to work at Boeing. Boeing. It's one of the biggest companies. Um... And that's it, you guys. I don't know if it's too late for this. It'd probably be too late, but my show in Bangkok is Monday evening. Let's see if it'll be too late. Let me look up right now. Time in Bangkok. Bang. Bangkok. Time in Bangkok right now. Okay. Five oh six AM Monday. So yeah, so okay. So in 12 hours, 6 hours, will be 12. Yeah, my show in Bangkok is in 2 hours, you guys. <laughs> Maybe I'll try to release this a little early. Uh, I'm on the road. I've already been in Thailand as of this release. I had to pre-record these, you guys. Here are the ones I pre-recorded. The Steve Simone one I did. And then right after that, I did the uh, Nick Mullen episode. Fucking preset the date. Then right after that... I'm doing this one, and then right after that, I'm doing another one with Sam Morrill. A spoiler alert episode on Whiplash. And I recorded them all ahead of time, you guys, because I didn't want to break the streak. Because I went out of my way to not break the streak. I recorded them. I did them early. You know how I cram on Sundays? That's all I do. I just fuck around and do it. And I crammed them all in. I got them done. So this is coming to you from the future. Or the past. This is going to the future. Anyway, on today's episode, I got Fahim Anwar. Um, I probably am having a great time. I was in Koh Samui and Koh Phangan, I guess, last week, and Ph- Phuket. Ooh. And now I'm going to be in Bangkok for two days. I'm probably having a fun time, right? You've got to think I'm having a fun time. Questions. Is the s- knapsack... It was the backpack I bought big enough. This one doesn't really look like it for two weeks. I'm just going to buy a bunch of underwear and socks and just throw them away. That was my plan. That's the plan. Just go, like, get bulk two six-packs of socks and and four three-packs of underwear. (laughs) Um, And then just chuck them and then fill that spot in my luggage with souvenirs from Thailand. No, this bag's for sure not big enough. Yeah, why not check it? Why not check it? It's for the same cost. Did you guys know REI, the backpack place, the fucking outdoor store is a co-op? It's it's like the largest and oldest co-op in the world. This is not an advertisement, by the way. Like I really found this out. They were telling me like trying to upsell me on the membership. I was like, "No, no, no." I was like, "Wait, what do you guys do?" And they take all the money. They give it to like charities from the co-op and they so you become like members. It's like, it's like family-owned. Hmm. I think it's cool. Of course, I don't really understand it, but I think it's cool. Anyway, all right, you guys. Let's start the episode, shall we? Does I have anything to report? Oh, I got an apartment. I got an apartment in New York. How did I not say this yet? Oh, it's so nice. Uh, you guys, you shop, and you shop, and you shop, and you look, and you're like, what the fuck is this, man? And they tell you, like... Uh, you know, I only want to go bottom floor, or one floor up, unless it's an elevator, bottom floor, one floor up. I'm sick of going two flights up, and I definitely don't want to go, and they go, like, well, how about this one? And I'm like, is it, like, yeah, and then I get there, I was like, is this four flights up? I'm like, I know, but it's such a gem, I thought you want to look at it. Then you look at it, you're like, it's just fucking six feet in here. This one guy kept trying to be pushy, I was with Dave Smith, and he kept going like, well, what's wrong with it specifically? I mean, break down the list, he was trying to impress his, like, some lady that was shadowing him. Fucking apartment brokers, just garbage people. I mean, really, it's a garbage job. Fuck you guys. Fucking robbing people. They charge you 15% of of, of a year. Whatever your rent is for a year, 15% of that goes to the apartment broker for helping you find... It's nowhere else except Manhattan is it like that. (sighs) Just write a bit about it. Don't be angry. Just write a bit about it. I already am. Um, these people are fucking garbage. Anyway, I, I, you, you go, you look, you know, it's t- so, right, so here's what I, I was like, well, um, the, the alcove is, is too small for me to put a couch in. Like I literally can't fit my small couch. That's too small for anyone to sleep on. Like I wouldn't be able to fit that in here. And he goes, okay, fine. One thing. What else? I'm like, uh, the bathroom is in the bedroom. So if I had guests stay over, they would have to walk through my room in order to get to the bathroom. I don't care for that. Okay. What else? It's th- three flights up instead of zero or one. Yeah, is that it? Dude, get the, shut the fuck up. How are you really going to ask all my money? Well, I can find a gem for you. Then fucking find one. Then find one. Don't give me the fu- same fucking listings everybody else gets. Hey, you know what? Why well, be upset? Because I'm not having this problem. Because I found an apartment. Back in the East Village I love, near my old neighborhood of last year. The whites, the rich whites have moved into the East Village. So you got to go further. You got to go further east. You know, second and third is like not really cutting it anymore. Getting too many like steel buildings and Starbucks. Fuck you. Fuck. Come on. Keep that shit out of here. So you got to go further like first, A, B, even C. Morgan Murphy right now is staying almost at C. And it's like fucking cool place. It's a cool place. That shit's all, all nice. Ralph from the SDR show lives out there um anyway i found a place here's the best part the, the place is fine dishwasher it's all i really need need i like i want a dishwasher i have one this year it's just a half one i've got six plates what the fuck do i care half one's fine but you don't have to worry about shit piling up oh it's wonderful washer dry would have been cool didn't get that what i did get was a backyard oh I'm so excited about it backyard in new york Barely any sunlight, if any. But the dude who's living there before, he sold me his grill and his furniture for 100 bucks. Oh, it's going to be so nice. I'm going to have barbecues in my house. I feel like a champion when you cook up some meat, you guys. A champion. Hmm. Anyway, I'm really stoked on it. I move when I get back from Thailand. Um, all right. Let's do it, shall we, right? We got anything else? Hopefully i have some pictures. I bought a digital camera. I bought a digital camera to make up for my lack of cell phone. I'm not even going to have my cell phone there anyway. I'm leaving my cell phone at home, and I am leaving my computer at home, so I'll be off the goddamn grid. How will I survive without my flip phone for two weeks? I'll just have to. Ladies and gentlemen, R.A. Shafir, Skeptic Tank, episode... 217 I think Rocket Man, Rocket Man With Fahim Anwar Fahim uh, Starts now, here we go And I
2: think it's gonna be a long, long time Till so touchdown brings me round again to find
0: <sighs> Alright, sorry to keep you waiting It's okay How long were you waiting?
1: Not that long, but I had stuff to do too
0: Like make measurements for your mom's wall? Yeah How Arab is your mom still? Well, zero, because she's not Arab <laughs> Well, that's what you guys say but Yeah, I think it's, your all, it's so all shades funny with your distinctions. Shades of brown It's like when ISIS kills other uh, Muslims Mm-hmm like you're not Muslim enough. <laughs> like, you guys are all just the problem. Yeah, we're in the same boat. But wait, what is she? Afghan? And that's not that's not Arab. No. Where does Arab end? Uh, Arabs like Egypt and no, 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 because Ahmed says he's not Arab. Really? Yeah, he says he's Egyptian. Well, I think it's like a pride thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so t- I don't know what? How about United Arab Emirates? Like it's got Arab in the name. You got you can't. You not can't claim. not be Arab. Yeah. If, they're like, no, 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 no. No, we're not Arab. Yeah. We're, we're UAE. Maybe it's like the whole Iranians don't want to be called Iranian, so they say Persian. That's also like a, come on, you guys. Like, we know what's up.
0: That worked for a few years in the 70s, but. Because we were from Persia originally. That's where it was. I am mm-hmm. just like, all right, so. If you're a New Yorker, are you supposed to say you're from New Amsterdam? You could do that, right? Maybe. <laughs> Let's go. It's going to stop this podcast. Like and it keeps it's, a, going.
1: it's a game show, and that means we hit the daily. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we hit the daily? Yeah, whatever. I oh, yeah. S- Where it's like, how much do you want to <laughs> risk?
2: <Yeah. Ooh. laughs> it's a yeah. lightning round.
0: Whoa, this just it. Yeah, it gets so exciting when game shows do that. <clears throat> yeah, you just hear some crazy sound, and you go, it's getting real. Dude, I have to change Simone's car and his uh, oil in his car. You have to do it? Not change, excuse me. Add oil. It leaks tremendously, leaks oh. oil. So, at once a week. My Corolla
1: used to do that. Really? Yeah. I'd have to top it off at oil. Yeah. So, I would have to, like, just always have,
0: like, three quarts in the trunk and just. Have oil in the car. Mm-hmm. God. And it, it just, I left at the, at the airport for four days. And when I got back, they're like, no, you need more oil. Like, I just put it <laughs> in two days ago. I was like, that was was too dry. I got days. so
1: good, like, I didn't need a funnel. I was just so good
0: at pouring really? that straight up. Yeah. He doesn't have one of those sticks that holds the uh, hood up uh-huh. either. And he has the, um, it's kind of like padding that protects, doesn't make it get so hot, the hood inside the hood. Uh huh. And that's fallen down. Okay. So you pretty much have to, like, just prop it open. Pro- yeah. With it holds one hand? this padding, this oil soaked padding up and- as you, like, it's very difficult. I used my skateboard just now.
1: Right. Right. Like it's bad enough to do once every six months, but yeah. you have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> like on a functioning car. On a functioning car. It's difficult to do.
0: Yeah. But you have to do it on the you do it after you yeah. drive and it's all hot. I had a guy at 7-Eleven help me. He was like, I was holding up one hand. I was like, you need help? I was like, uh. Yeah. You're not going to yes. turn down help? No. I, I thought of it. I thought of turning it down. But then, but then you he was like, no. I'm he goes, you, check, you check the levels, right? And I was like, oh yeah, but I hadn't. I just knew it needed it. Yeah. I could smell it burning. You can smell the burning oil. Yeah. You change the oil yourself in your car?
1: I For a period I did. I used to change it when I lived uh, with my parents, you know, and like they had a garage. There's a lot of things that you could do in suburbia that you really can't do once you kind yeah. of strike it, it on your own, own and you'd, like, you have to live in an apartment. Yeah, yeah I'm not going to wash my car when it's so hard to get a, if you don't have a driveway and a hose. Yeah, or, Yeah, driveway helps yeah, wash dr- your car so much. Exactly. Like even changing your oil, you know what I mean? I don't, I just have a general car lot for my apartment complex
0: I was walking this dog and I passed by Duncan's agent or manager uh huh he was washing his car had no shirt on walking this dog like I do so and, he has uh, he has a regular house yeah and, and you know in this na- West Hollywood neighborhood and he's like oh I work for you know I'm Duncan's whatever and I was like oh cool nice to meet you but I was just like that's such a, a foreign you got a bucket full of soapy water yeah. and I've got a shirt off with a tiny dog I'm just not gonna stay and chat he's just like cool man and that's it yeah whatever How are you doing these days, Fahim? I'm good. Yeah? Dating anybody? I still can't believe you broke up with that model for taking her shirt off in a modeling picture. (laughs) That's risque, man. (laughs) You are Arab. That's not an Afghani way of... What's the difference? What are you, if not Arab?
1: I mean, Afghan to get very specific,
0: but But, I guess... technically asian although that's weird that's that is it's where although afghanistan is like that weird border yeah you get some hill people up there (laughs) that are like super asian Uh uh-huh right
1: yeah there's like asian looking Afghans. doesn't
0: it border what doesn't one of the yeah share a border with with like a uh, real asian country right china with china yeah that's asian as fuck man you can't get much more asian than that china that's what they talk about when they talk about asian that's the big one um Anyway, Fahim, how many podcasts have you done in your life? I don't know. I mean, 10 maybe? Wow. Well, here's what I want to talk to you about. You are, for a comedian, you are smart. You're uh, an educated guy. I guess guy. The,
1: the bar is a little low when it comes or to a comedian. S- super Sometimes low. I'll wear a button-up shirt, and yeah? like people will be floored. Like, wow, dressing up. I'm like, what are you talking <laughs> about? Like, I'm at the comedy store. I'm just wearing a button-up shirt, and some girls will be like, you look nice. And I'm like... You're hanging around the comedy clubs way too much to think this is nice.
0: That's like mid level casual Friday at an office.
1: Yeah. Row. Like I would get talked to if it was the office. Uh-huh. You know? us like, hey, in corporate America. Yeah. I'd be, like, I'd be called
0: into a conference room. Fahim, um, your work is, is is excellent. We don't have any problem with that. but um, <laughs>
1: It's the wardrobe.
0: The wardrobe you're toting around. Yeah.
1: You're. Uh, lowering morale.
0: Yeah, I met your buddy in Seattle. Who? That you used to work with. Wait. Really? Some Asian guy, bro. Wait, at Boeing or at Boeing? Yeah. He's in Seattle now? Yeah, I think so. Possibly Portland? I mean,
1: I was working in Long Beach, so he must have moved. So maybe he's working in Everett at Boeing? Is he still at Boeing?
0: Cuz Boeing man. is
1: headquartered in Everett, Everett, Everett Washington. What? Everett Washington, okay. They also have... How far is that from Seattle? Uh, I don't know, I'm bad. Maybe like 30, 40 oh, minutes? Well, yeah, maybe he drove in. Maybe 40. I, I just saw him in it's Seattle. It's so tough because like gauging distances because it was mostly when I was a kid and oh, you have right. no concept of time. It's <laughs> forever. Just, you know, yeah, you're just in a car. I didn't realize how close the
0: Plaza was to my, to my home until I was bitching at my mom because she was shopping for all of us and I was done shopping. I was like, <laughs> I don't want to be here anymore. It's like I'm an old man with those fucking, with the, my back hurts. <laughs> yeah. I was 14.
1: Time would just stand oh. still. Sometimes my mom would take me to the mall and she would yeah. do some shopping. And then I would just, like gravity becomes greater when you're your mom. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like I'm just slowly <laughs> getting pulled to the floor. Uh, and then I would also hide in the clothing. Uh, racks in yeah, 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 the circular clothing the racks. Uh-huh. There was a
0: Bud Light commercial like that once someone gets oh, yeah. pulled in And it's like this utopia Yeah And uh-huh. everybody's like Oh you, you're holding your wife's purse too huh And they're like here's a beer and It's like fucking cool in there They got to watch the game Yeah Shopping with my dad is the best Because he
1: would just like pop in He wouldn't He doesn't, wa- doesn't want to be there So yeah. he would just
0: In and out Oh great She told me though She was like If you don't like it go home And I was That's like sweet. fine yeah. I will And I thought I would show her By making this long walk home And it was like 25 minutes it was just a little too long to walk, but it really wasn't that long. Yeah,
1: maybe when you just have nothing relating to you, you're like, "Why am I?" I don't what? care about sundresses.
0: No one's felt this kind of pain before. Um, how long did you work at Boeing for? I think three and a half years. What would you do there? Uh, just
1: like the nitty gritty. Yeah. So I did a stress analysis. What does that mean? Stress analysis is, it's like, you find out what the stresses are on parts of the airplane, you know, it depends, it's very localized what your group is, not like Uh one person's building an entire plane, and especially with a company as big as Boeing, they've been building planes forever, so you can get so specific with your job.
0: Like, you're just in charge
1: of the seats. Yeah, there'll be some guys just like, I do bolts (laughs) Really? <laughs> you know or i I don't know i'm getting what a weird but no way there to make there is
0: for a lifetime
1: they break it up there's like wing group there's yeah. fuselage there's um like engine, and then there's um uh, I forgot what the name for it is, but it's like they're the group that just does with overhead stuff stuff that's attached to the plane like like bathrooms la- you know laboratories, oh,
0: wow. yeah lavatories it's one of the last places they call them lavatories <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, last don't... places in america
1: yeah it was shit boxes for a while but then they, <laughs> oh, <really>? no
0: <laughs> do you guys have color war does the wings take on like labs <laughs>
1: <laughs> i don't know we didn't really have yeah it wasn't like revenge of the nerds <laughs> or something but i was on uh f- i worked on floor beams floor beams yeah what does that mean? sexy floor beams you know uh, I mean, the planes need floor beams. Just Otherwise, keep the, you
0: would <laughs> hold the hold the cargo area from the.
1: Well, like when you walk to your seat, thank you, floor beams. And so, what did you have to just stress test on how much weight it can take? And it's all pretty computational, though. It's not like I'm on a factory floor. I'm it's just a cubicle job, and so the way it works. So, stress analysis for the seven four seven dash eight freighter, which is like uh, FedEx. That's uh, yeah. UPS, that's freighter, and then passenger. And that's just commercial airlines, like when you would get on a seven four seven. And the Dash eight means just the latest model. So they have Dash four hundred I don't know what their naming convention is. Like there's the four hundred, and yeah. then I think after the four hundred maybe it was the Dash eight. But that's just like the newer model of the plane. Things don't
0: drastically change from model to model,
1: but like so maybe D C
0: seven is the seven <laughs> is is just a different
1: Usually, what whatever's followed by the dash is the latest iteration of it. Yeah. So, Man, I don't understand that at all. <laughs> the, with uh, the giant airplane, the, not much changes from, you know, iteration to iteration. But, like, maybe they want it to carry more cargo, more weight. They want to improve on it somehow. Put it on a completely new plane. Yeah, it's not. You're just building upon the previous model. So you're yeah. stretching it out a bit. Maybe if it's for the passenger, they want to fit a couple more seats in there. So yeah. they'll make it longer. So you got to implement this new design and then you run the loads through it. Hot so there's, loads. there's like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we had a good laugh. It never got old. Did it, you make jokes the, like that at no, work? No, not at all. Not that- Although we did have this like, funny runner about like the lavatory group. Like, one of the load cases happened to be, like, Indian food.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if they can handle it. Like,
1: that was, yeah, and that was the biggest load case that the plane ever saw. Like, more than landing or taking off was that Indian food load case. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so, we would get loads. Loads group is a completely other group. Uh-huh. And they have this wireframe model of the plane. And they have the um, kind of just, like, uh, the loads that this plane will see. They give it to us in stress group, and we run those loads through the geometry of whatever our part is, Yeah, and then we see if it fails in certain places, or it needs to be thickened up, or maybe we need new fasteners. You did all this on computer. Yeah. It's all proprietary. I mean, every place has their own way of doing it, and it's just... I mean, the software that we use, it's like from the 80s. Like, oh, the really? Thing, yeah. It's just so clunky. It seems like you're using some program from i don't know early 90s or something yeah it's all just in-house boeing software um were you so bored at this job it's pretty boring like it gets pretty i mean it's not sounds awful yeah it's very just uh procedural did you go to school for aerospace engineering i did mechanical Mechanical but it's it's kind of like aerospace and mechanical are, are kind of like sister majors jesus that sounds so boring it depends on what you want, you know. Like if you like being nimble and you're a crafty dude, and you like building things, and you might want to work at a smaller company. Maybe work at SpaceX with Elon Musk, and they, you know, push the an envelope your and really dirty. use your imagination. Because nobody but at your department actually like. S- most of on the people beams. at Boeing like- is just like yo. <laughs> I just I have kid with braces. Really have a mortgage. Oh. You you can just get lost in the cog. Yeah, I bet. Really be a cog really in the like- machine and just um, kind of coast doing the same thing. Why'd you quit? Well, it was never... Engineering was always a means to an end. I, I never did it because it was like a
0: passion. What was the end? Building the perfect plane? <laughs>
1: no. It was, comedy was always the goal, even before I went into engineering. I was like 17 or 18 when I started doing stand-up. Oh, really? Yeah, way before I got into engineering. Did
0: that? Yeah. So you got... Your day job... I tempt. Your uh-huh. day job was aerospace engineering? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. I mean... When you think about it, we're both
1: spending the same amount of time in the daytime, right? Like, I just chose to have
0: a crazy, solid day job. Yeah. When you were at your day job, did anyone do it as cute as, as when Cheryl puts her head between my legs like that? <laughs> my boss right sometimes
1: there. did that. No. No. Cheryl is a chihuahua. Is that what it is? Yeah, I guess so. She's very cute. Dude, that sounds so boring. Fuck, day jobs dude. are there's, suck, there's dude. like day we're, jobs. We're, there's suck. worse jobs to have though. It's, I I'm not in the sun pouring concrete or whatever. It's just easy. Oh
0: yeah, you're not working on a
1: tarmac. Yeah, I could have I could have I have two monitors. <laughs> I could have Reddit on one monitor. Can you fuck around at work? Yeah, I mean any office job really. It's everyone's probably you'll do your work, but nobody's fucking plugging away for 8 hours constantly.
0: They used to have some offices where they outlawed things like Facebook. They wouldn't allow it to load up. I guess.
1: But I think that kind of draconian angle on office work is just bad.
0: Like, what's the point? It's like, let people get their stuff done. But yeah, most people, people to and
1: everyone knows this is unwritten thing. Like, you can get your work done maybe in three hours in the day or like four. Right. And then you just space it out. You get a bagel. You get
0: coffee. <laughs> talk you talk to a
1: coworker.
0: Yeah. yeah, I forgot about that part of office jobs. Yeah, it's and pretty, then you it's pretty chill. And go out with those people. Uh-huh. Did you go out with the people from
1: Sometimes, sometimes I would. Yeah, I made friends, but there was kind of a generational gap when I came in cuz I came in straight out of college, so I was like 23. Yeah. And then everybody else you know, was twenty two, twenty two was 40s. 22, 22 or 23. And then yeah,
0: usually everybody else was like like early 30s. Yeah. Yeah. Um that other guy seemed pretty young, but he's Asian, so who knows? I wonder what
1: his name it? was. It, oh, was it Hien? Hien?
0: No. I don't know, man. I have no idea. It was Asian. It was tall and Asian. He had black hair, like an Asian does, and he was a dude. Like, more than half Chinese people huh. are.
1: That's not, you're not narrowing it down for me. Uh, there was, it must have been so ethnic there, huh? That's the thing. You know, like, racists would like to think that, like, you know, this is America. <laughs> but the people who are building your aircrafts. Are all Asians, like Indians. Middle Eastern dudes, Asian guys, Indian people? Really? Yeah. There's way more Ranjeets than there are David's building your planes. Did anyone try to? Even even when it comes to like defense
0: stuff too? Really? Yeah. Just not a lot of not a lot of white people go into sciences. Yeah, Joey. Uh, not Joey Diaz. Freddie Soto once. You didn't know him, did you? I keep. No, I hear. You know, I always hear stories. Yeah, but um, there was some uh, benefit. Not some benefit. Some corporate gig in the main room. Richard Jenny did it. Oh, they're both dead. Um, hundred grand, yeah. he made to do some tech firm. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, hundred grand. F- hmm? Freddie opened for him, got ten grand to open, and then Freddie's like, "Can I have Bob Oshak go like open for me?" And Richard is like, "No, man, you're making ten grand to open. You don't get to li- like lighten the load. Just fucking those, open." Those days are over. What hundred grand of, corporate? That kind of money? F- no, I don't think so. This is twelve years ago wow if you get a corporate guy like that i bet him and sinbad and people like that make like well no more jenny but like make like serious money for corporates for like tech things where people have just money have tony robbins come talk to your company
1: i mean tony robbins i get because it's this weird
0: anyway the point is Freddie soto made a joke about like uh he's making a joke about race and he was like you know it's like black people you guys know what I'm talking about? Something like that. And everyone looks around uncomfortably. And he was like, what? And I just died laughing because I just came from college and I knew. Uh God, there's not one. The biggest ethnicity here is Indian. And that's like 35, 40%. And you have some whites and Asians and that's it. Yeah. yeah. Black people, no. Uh Uh-uh. The security guard wasn't called in for this. Yeah, it must have been so... Were you ever like uh, tempted to uh, take uh, secrets back to your government?
1: Uh, yeah, there were times when I wanted, <laughs> you know I mean? like, like, you, like you lulled me into this friendship just so I like,
0: Admit is, it. Is, is this the jinx of podcasts? Admit it. <laughs> I never saw jinx. This is really well, good. I've just
1: been hearing about it. Like yeah. I know what happened. So I'm not going to incriminate myself on a podcast. No, no, I didn't. Although we would have, um, um, there's like Boeing in Moscow or whatever. And then, uh, or maybe it was just like, uh a third party thing. I don't know, but we have some engineers from like Moscow come and help us out. They would loan them out. I think they're like cheaper to pay than just regular, um, engineers. Oh really? Who live in the States. Yeah. So they would work on stuff, but then there are certain regulations where like they would have to be walked up by a a regular employee. Like they didn't have access to certain things. So it was kind of a limited in Moscow. No, but they would come out here. Well, they would also, they they would collaborate kind of, you know, over there and here, over computer and email and teleconference and stuff. But then sometimes they would loan out some actual employees. So maybe like Sergey and, really? and, and Mishna are here for for three months on loan. Wow! And then, um, but when it comes to meetings and stuff, you would have to like go to their desk, and then they would have an escort. Oh,
0: Russians are super smart. We had They're a Russian at Maryland. Yeah, yeah. An undergrad at Maryland, might have been grad school. But I think it was undergrad at Maryland, and he had already invented the Palm Pilot. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, how smart
1: is he? Who wears that now? Who wears it? Where's the Palm Pilot now? Where was the Palm Pilot? What was it? Yeah. It was like the precursor to touchscreen phones, but you had to have that stylus. Oh, yeah. They were huge,
0: though, when you look back. They were huge. People talked about them. I never had one. The stylus. You can write on your. Stylus, yeah. This is pre-finger. Some new phones are (laughs) are coming out with a stylus. A lot of new phones have it. Yeah, like the Samsungs have it at the bottom,
1: but I wonder how many people actually... And how many people lose it. Yeah. Like your fingers right there. Why would you
0: take that thing out? It's hard to make your signature with one with a finger. But who though? gives a shit?
1: Like nobody's really like, hey, this isn't how cleanly you normally do your signature. I Get put a my stylus out. on a
0: computer, and it was like uh, I had to do it on a mouse pad, uh-huh. and it was like um, awful. Yeah, who but, ca- like, but nobody looks at it. Who matter? gives a shit?
1: Yeah. Like I used to when I first started using credit card, I would do my signature exactly very legible, and how I, and then I'm like nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> but, I, I I can just scratch anything and.
0: The best we had um we had uh, a university of Maryland we would you go to school University of Washington is that a good school? yeah, I guess so, but
1: right. nobody's going to say n- no right. like no I'm dumb <laughs> I, went, <laughs> I went to whoever it took
0: me yeah, Cal State Northridge. you think they th- say this more too are they I don't I have no idea no. actually I shouldn't talk, but anyway, at Maryland, we had intramural football. I had my friend Avi Lerner. Who was a really good? Is he athlete. Jewish? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so we had him play on our flag football team, uh-huh. and we needed to get him a Maryland license. I was I'm two years older because uh, I went to Israel for a couple of years, uh-huh. Learn how to fight your people. And we
1: uh, <laughs> or you were held back for football. Right? <laughs> no, I for football a red shirt. Back. I red
0: shirted. So he was our quarterback, and quarterback in flag football is massive because you don't really ever have to hand the ball off. He could just run at his three-quarter speed with everyone else's half, full speed. Uh-huh. So he would run side to side at three-quarter speed looking for somebody open. And then he would just stop. Like if someone was running with him to try to like, tack, like tackle him, yeah. he would just stop and they would fly by him. But he was at three-quarter speed so he could stop easily. <laughs> anyway, so we got him, Gideon Schneider, my roommate, who wouldn't play any sports. We got him his ID. And he would had to like go to the student union and say, I lost my ID because he had to have one with his picture on it. And he memorized his social security number. He was Michigan engineering. He's smart too. Yeah. His address, his place of birth, his date of birth, all of it. He had memorized. He's like, cool, I'm good to go. And they're like, yeah, just sign here. We'll match up the signature with the computer and uh, you're good for a new new uh, ID. And he was like, fuck, match the signature. So he like started, lo- he looked at the old one and he started to like do it. He was like staring at it. And then after like a minute, the guy turns around and is like, so you done with that signature yet? And he was just like scribbled something and the guy's like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but nobody cares about yeah, signatures. Yeah, nobody cares. I want to just put X's like on I
1: think you could. You could do whatever you want.
0: i gonna just sign Fahim and War from now on. No, you nobody, 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 w-
1: nobody would care.
0: Fahim. We
1: could trade signatures and our lives wouldn't change
0: at no. all. Remember when the credit cards were doing pictures on there? Oh, yeah. So you could oh, yeah. them. Yeah. They still do that or no? I don't think so. Huh. None of the ones I get have it on there. So when
1: you left, what was the story? Well, so I was working there three and a half years, and the goal was always—I mean, I didn't want to stay there forever. It was always a means to an end. Um, How much are you getting paid? Like starting sixty k. Wow, that's great! Right out of college. The, the thing, yeah, the thing about engineering is. It's great. You go to school for four years. Yeah. You come out. You're going to get a job. There's get always a, job. a huge demand for engineers, yeah. especially like nowadays. Just not a lot of people are going into that that form of tech. Well, it's not even tech. It's just engineering. You know. There's not <laughs> a lot of people
0: doing it. Yeah. There's not, like there's always a need for engineers. You went to engineering school at Washington.
1: Yeah, mechanical engineering school.
0: Do they fail people out the first year like half the have, half well, the group? Well,
1: they'll have weeding out clas- classes. You know, you'll be in. Uh, I don't know dynamics or like statics or an electrical engineering class, and then the Everywhere people, the 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 people who want to do go home. the people who want to party, like you're gonna be like fuck this shit. They just can't. Yeah. You yeah you really have to do it or have a high tolerance. I have a high tolerance for academic pain because I knew I wanted to do comedy. Yeah, and I'm I'm good at it. I can get through it. It was all part of the bigger picture. I wasn't at college to like find myself and have a good time or whatever. I was just trying you were to not. No, I was late in college not really i mean i'm an engineer i'm I'm kind of like better as i i didn't really live or as an adult until i moved out here i was living at home oh yeah i was commuting to u-dub eating lachmajin every day (laughs) (laughs) what's funny is you're just making up some weird guttural
0: sounding food that's real food wait what is it lachmajin lachmajin yeah what is that lachmajin huh That's like maybe it's more Middle Eastern. Well, that's that's a threat and it's also a dish. It's a (laughs) threat. (laughs) Yeah, just Uh, (laughs) Everyone comes out of the woodworks with swords. (laughs) No, 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 no. I'm just saying it's served. I I like some they're Like, oh, okay. Um, yeah, kibbeh, lahmaji. What do you eat? I'm,
1: I mean, well, when I'm home, I guess there's there's like palau. That's like rice. Uh There's, I'm just trying to think of names like korma chalau. what is Mentu is something. Oh, this is all different Shirwa. than Arab food. Sh- what? Chihuah. It's kind of like a stew. That's like probably my favorite. Wow. It's like oh, this.
0: Afghani food is way different than Arab food.
1: Yeah, I guess so.
0: Um, Palau? Is the stew? Palau. No, Palau is it's like
1: brown. What's the stew? Where can I get Afghani food here? There, uh, here there's a restaurant in Pasadena, I know. Uh, I think it's easier to get Persian food than it is Afghan food.
0: Barf. I don't want anything to do with them. <laughs> <laughs> Food, I'm sure, is fine. That's the only thing I don't I don't know I hate yet. Where was I going with the the engineering stuff? Oh yeah, so you weren't there to party or get laid. Yeah, you didn't fuck. But before that, hold on. They fail people out. <laughs> Did they fail people out? They were. Yeah, they, people got weeded out. Kind of. You were there not to
1: party. You were there. I was just. Because I knew I wanted to do comedy Before I even did engineering Engineering was the lowest degree I could get And my parents still pay for it And my next door neighbor was He was my best friend And he was doing mechanical So I was like I'll do mechanical I'll get to be with my friend
0: (laughs) So (laughs) As a career path Because Billy's it As a career path
1: Well Because I knew I had to do engineering For my dad to pay for my college Yeah And then why not Like they're all the same to me Who I'm not I don't care about any of them I Might as well just do one That my friend's doing Yeah So I did mechanical Got done as fast as I could. Got a job in SoCal. Long Beach is as close as I could get.
0: <coughs> My mm-hmm. friend got a job after Michigan engineering. And yeah. it was at the, at the, um, not copyright office. What's that called? Patent office? Patent office, yeah. Jesus Christ. I've really got to stop smoking pot <laughs> or start reading. One of the two. Um,. Oh yeah the money So the thing about engineering Bam Yeah we're back
1: (laughs) The money's good As uh, coming out of college Yeah It's pretty high And you're, you're in school For four years It's not that That much of an investment Money's good But then you get This salary compression Where What's that So you'll be Working in industry For a while Like a couple years But then Your salary doesn't Really grow that much And then these new Hires coming in Will be coming in Like there'll be a You'll be have you'll have been working for three or four years, and then college kids coming in will be m- making your salary. Oh, really? Yeah, and you have three or four years more experience.
0: Why? Because salaries go up only for new. Just people? it keeps
1: up with inflation to, to keep the the job tempting for new hires.
0: Right, so, but they don't want it to keep the job tempting for current hires.
1: Just there's not a ton of salary growth when it comes. Can you go you, somewhere you else? Start then? out the gate pretty high. Yeah, but then you don't. Oh, my friend at the patent office said, uh, said
0: every year they had. Experience. Yeah. they were so much more marketable to firms. So, True. The only way you'll get a salary
1: bump is if you go to another place. Right. Like they're not going to reward you and be like, "Oh, you're doing a great job." It's an outlier. If Dude, that's, that's
0: like everything in life. Yeah. Where, the club you were open mic no, at. No, nowhere will appreciate spots. you.
1: They'll take you for granted, and only when you entertain somewhere else. And then even if the original place is like, "Oh, we'll match it," it's too late. Like they'll resent you for that prize. Oh, really? Yeah, I've always heard that too. Like if you want, if if some somewhere else gives you more money, and this place isn't doing it themselves, and then the original place says, oh, we'll we'll give you that much, it's like... the will hate you for it, it. it. Well, there's that, but also, yeah, I Who's guess Who's that? It's just HR.
0: I don't know. I just feel like you're not appreciated at, at home. Yeah, That's what Diaz always said. You'll never... <laughs> you'll, they'll always see you as an open micer in the city you started in.
1: Yeah, that's always the hardest place to get That's why you from. can't
0: get uh, Ruben to let you headline at uh, Parlin. We're getting very specific with yeah Isn't that it weird? was a good club the downtown club was pretty good yeah it was deeper than the other one do you like uh, Bellevue or Seattle better Seattle better
1: huh it's not in the I coolest seen part of town yet. it's in a
0: pretty good part of town but it's pretty dead at night there mm-hmm. but you know you're six blocks away from the like, from everything also super cool areas you can walk to like really hip areas yeah um, Bellevue is nowhere
1: yeah what's but around? it's kind of uh, it's, it's building up to be a pretty big city really
0: yeah, there's a lot of skyscrapers there now. It's just and not Seattle. A lot of money. That's all. It's not Seattle. I like the Seattle Parlor in Bellevue. Same thing as Chicago Improv.
1: Mm-hmm. And you it's find out it's an there. An
0: hour and a half away from Chicago. Is it Schaumburg? Or? Schaumburg, with with traffic. It's to do radio. It was an hour and a half. We're like, what are we doing?
1: Does the radio do anything anymore? No. But every, but they still want you to do it. It
0: does a little bit. It lets it gets the word out. People driving to work. That's uh-huh. the only time people listen to the radio when they're driving to work. That's the only time they have it in their cars. Occasionally, people put it on like a dentist's office, uh-huh. but really, just when you're driving to work. Yeah. And yeah, you want people to know like, oh, that guy's in town? Okay. That's about it. Uh, the comedy radio helps a little bit if if they play your shit while you're, you know, the week before you're playing somewhere, uh-huh. when that's on. They just rebranded and started though, but generally, no, radio does not do, you know, you get a I mean, minutes. we hate it because
1: we wake up so late and we're like, "Oh, got to do radio." What's this going to do for us?
0: I'd always do it to 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 um just to like let me help. I want to fill right. up the shows, but later, more and more, I'm like, as they get you nothing. A lot of clubs just don't have the ends with radio because now everything's gone to Clear Channel, so they have a pre-approved list of like who they can have in, Uh uh-huh. and we're not on it, uh-huh. and so um they just don't have you. It so then it's like, wait, I'm doing all the promotion myself. Well, what? Then you guys should pay me more. Then yeah, but whatever. Anyway, so then when you finally do get it, you're like, why? Like, Bob and Tom. I heard that's good, right? No, it's, it's terrible. Not? Why? Because it's no one who listens to Bob and Tom goes to comedy clubs. Huh. So you have, like, Greg Warren, who does it, like, ten times a year. And then what he gets out of it is he goes to those Midwestern cities, like St. Louis, and places I don't really go. And he does a Bob and Tom tour. And that's good for him, like, financially. Right. But those guys are, like, people listen to it, are truckers and fucking old people. That guy passing by in that in that walker is <laughs> a bob and tom fan he's like you guys talking about bob and tom <laughs> <laughs> might uh, i listen and they're nice guys but it's like they have the such clear radio dudes and it, be, it just sounds when you listen to the podcast just sounds so like all right top of the hour radio the the weather and the this is the new the rehash stuff uh, we're here with so it's like all right i think i'm doing it in a few months why are you going to crackers
1: I forget where. Somewhere in Indianapolis. I'll Maybe it's Crackers.
0: Crackers and Morty's. I wonder if they both go into Bob and Tom. I'm, But I'm, I just, I'm like yeah. actively trying to get radio on my own in that city so I don't have to go on Bob and Tom. They also ask you for like, give us your lead-in questions. Uh, and you're like, oh, come on, man. Let's just, Can we just talk and take callers yeah. and stuff and fuck around with whatever you guys were talking I gotta about? I
1: got to be on? That's the hard thing about being a comedian. It's like... I just want to do my stuff on stage You know Or be creative When I want to be creative And then sometimes You'll be in these settings Where It's like an interview But not really Like even meetings Sometimes Like you just want to be A normal person But yeah. you're expected to be On yeah. you, you know yeah. Like sometimes you'll take Meetings here in Hollywood Dude I found out that More and more that That's, you
2: do It's not want just you a meeting like, Oh yeah They, like, they, they, they want like a do. mini show mm-hmm.
0: And I want to do this Ahead of time now I want to go to Just a general meeting When you just go to meet them And stuff like that you should go with like three fun things to talk about because they just really have them like get swayed on you. Yeah.
1: You can't go in there and be like, And by that hey, I mean PJ sway.
0: Yeah, exactly. So like what yeah, yeah, what's going on? What do you guys do here? You can't do it. The first time I Dude, had... Dude, I just came like, the security yeah, guard yeah, just yeah, like me. That's what Renazisi booked punked. Oh really? He told some story about the security guard stopping him. Wow. And they loved him. He's also super charismatic, yeah. but he used that charisma. What's charisma like? What Cheryl? What? <laughs> Jesus Christ! You're so needy. All right, come up, Carol. No licking your asshole though. Luckily, Luckily ugh, she's she a an asshole so. and vag on me, and then it, her, her, the juice runs out of my jeans and it stinks. It's free pheromones, man. Free pheromones yeah. to attract other dogs. Uh-huh. Yeah, but then other dogs are like smelling my crotch. Like, what, what's going on here? Uh, you got a dog? I don't have a dog. Your people aren't allowed. Uh, No, we can't <laughs> So my friend told me That every year He made like a 10-12% raise For the first like 7-10 to 10 years uh-huh. And then it started To, to top off To dip Because every year You have people like Nike And if you had like uh, Patent office experience Plus an engineer oh, Background then they- then They're like Dude, we want you So much more now Now three years experience We want you even more now yeah. So they had to keep Raising their prices Or people would just leave You know what they would do They would do Yearly performance reviews uh-huh. Which are always just like uh the bo- the middle oh. of this plane fell through so you guys don't get a b- bonus here. No, but
1: they would do individual ones where it would be that time of year. Like maybe it would it would be going on for a week. People would get pulled into a conference room oh. and then you talk to the boss and you like like how do you feel uh you know it's been going this past year and then you have your chance to say how you feel you've been doing and then yeah. they kind of give you their take of it and then and then they tell you what your salary bump is. Really? Yeah, and it's u- it's usually like barely anything. Yeah. Basically, the accountants give them a number, and they just create verbiage around that number. that number. Nobody's like, well, "You've fucking banged it out of the park." Here's a ten percent increase. That's not happening.
0: They just say this guy gets three percent. Tell him what? Well, they'll bring you in, and it's just this big
1: corporate bullshit, like runaround thing. Like, you know, I, I'm in, I'm in the conference room. And they're like, how do you think it's been going on? And then, of course, I'm crushing it. I'm, I'm going to say, I'm, I'm yeah. not going to be like, you know, I can, I can take direction a little better. <laughs> Who's doing that? If you're ever doing a self-evaluation, always be crushing it. All right? Dude, that's what I learned from like Kirk Fox.
0: Why would you die by your own sword? Just say you kill. Yeah. And then people after a while believe you. <clears throat> it's like, how come you always kill when you're not here?
1: Yeah. It you know. doesn't
0: matter. People just believe you after a while. So I, I have say. so many comics like that where you're like, dude, that guy does really well. It's like, he just crushed the so-and-so. Yeah, who, who told you? Yeah, who Him? Told, yeah. Hmm. So I would say I'm doing
1: well and then, and I would. I would do my work but there's definitely a difference between somebody who's just doing their job and somebody who's crazy passionate about engineering or trying to climb the corporate ladder Yeah. because I would do all that was asked of me. I would be very friendly and personable. People liked me but I wasn't, the first to do overtime, or you know, they have they're, more flair. That's what that is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so, I have the thirty-two pieces of flair, <laughs> <laughs> and totally. And they they knew I had potential and like a good personality and got along with everybody. So maybe they thought that if I had that in me, I could really go far. But this wasn't yeah. my main deal. So they'd be the boss, would be like you know, um, you know, you do everything that's asked of you. You. You get along with everybody and uh, just feel like uh, if, you, if you just you know took the bull by the horns if you just you know really? yeah and I'm like yeah 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 I can see that uh huh
0: and you just had to listen to them
1: yeah but in the back of my mind I'd be like you know this is just a stepping stone until I get to what I want to do I' be a comic yeah I was just waiting for that perfect could Moment you, tell to where you I could be leave. a comic or you were doing nah, a comic? I would never. I like keeping my world separate, so nobody at work knew that I did stand up. Oh, you didn't do bringer shows then? That would have been
0: perfect. Becoming like no, that. No, I,
1: I just. That makes my skin crawl. I can't. Uh, I know,
0: but I never had. I was just a comic. So I get Cheryl, look, there's another dog. Don't you want to bark at it and be <laughs> an asshole? Um, uh, I could never tell people at temping what I did because they'd be like, oh, you're not going to be here. What do you mean? Oh, because they know that you're not. Yeah, so I just did comedy and people have bigger shows they're like oh invite people from your
1: office i'm like i don't have an office but i wouldn't even want to do that even if i could and i did have the opportunity just because i don't want that i don't want people to think i'm a comedian when i'm in my normal because then people think like oh this guy's on or or they'll ask me about it or they say they want to come to a show and then they'll talk to me at the copy machine the day after it's just weirdness that i don't want to deal with
0: the copy machine about how it went
1: yeah yeah that and just there's also this thing where you say you're a comedian and unless you're Louis C.K. or Bill Burr people have they may not say it explicitly but you know that they kind of have this preconceived notion of what you are like some delusional guy so I don't need to fucking deal with that. Uh, I know what I'm you? trying to...
0: Huh? You're like, how come I've never seen you on the Tonight Show or something? And you feel like, <laughs> yeah. well, I did it last week. Like, Maybe you just don't watch The Tonight Show all saying, the time.
1: Saying I'm a comedian is like saying I'm LeBron James. Like, people will treat you the same.
0: No, it's like saying you're a basketball player. All right, yeah. Because LeBron James, you like, oh, cool, you're succeeding. If you say... If you are no, Louis, but if you say I'm Chappelle, LeBron
1: James and you're not LeBron James, you're both a crazy
0: person. Right. That's what I'm trying to get right. at. Yeah, and they view you as like, oh, yeah. It's funny. I get a second reaction where I'm like, no, no. Like, how long have you been doing this? I'm Like, fifteen years. Like, what? I'm like, no, I do this for a living.
1: But it's, I so a the car average person doesn't really know the nuances of comedy and the comedy scene. Yeah. So you just say comedian, and they think you're like a loony.
0: Dude, everybody. I when I took the calls at the comedy store and worked the phones, people would call for like, is Jim Carrey gonna be there? It's like, no. Yeah. Sam Kennison, he's dead. <laughs> it's David Letterman, no. And it was just like, after a while, I told somebody, I was like, look, anyone you've heard of sucks now. Yeah. They're not good comics anymore.
1: So, I don't know how so to explain it to you.
0: That's why I obviously didn't want to muddle my
1: my work relationships with this other thing that I do. And I didn't want them to think that my work was being compromised because yeah. I was doing this thing
0: on the side. Did you ever have any romances at the office? No. You never went out with anybody no. there? No. Not many chicks well, there, Well, huh?
1: yeah. Come on, man.
0: Like- you think there's a, a large pool in engineering? They would say one one a cartoon from Maryland, and it said uh, the engineering department party. I think it might have been all week, different departments, and uh, some guys like pretty cool party. Where are the chicks? And uh, and the other guy goes, I invited her, but she couldn't come. <laughs> <laughs> I invited yeah. everyone in the engineering department, but she couldn't come. When we were in engineering school, we called it like engineering goggles.
1: We're like, <laughs> there might be three girls in the entire department, and you're just dude. I have a real,
0: th- I have a real. Like, theory on this. What's this? Golf course syndrome. What's that? When you are on a golf course, there are barely any girls. Right. And when you see one, like, two fairways over, like, length, you know, not all the way down, but just, like, on the side, you're like, ooh, who's that? Uh You see some, like, knee shorts. You know, and you can see the, the the calf, and you're like, "That's not bad." And it's so far away. It's so, f- but not even that. Or you see the, the the cart girl. The girl brings like drinks and everything around. You're like, "Yeah," and she's like an LA five, right? But your b- mind immediately, the bar immediately resets, and so anyone on the golf course is like, "Wow!" And this, and 20 minutes after you leave the golf course, you can see that same girl. They're like, beat it, loser. <laughs> It's golf course syndrome it's, And it happens when I land in LA uh-huh. and, I, and I go to a new town Let's say I go to Kansas City I'm like yeah some pretty hot girls And as soon as you land At the airport You're like Oh, oh Jesus shit. Christ This exists Yeah because you reset your bar To the Kansas City level Yeah it's if you're a, If syndrome. you're a girl
1: And you want your pick Of like so many do- Like engineering If you have the stomach For that kind of school You can have a field day Or just go, You'll go be out out Giselle.: In their department
0: Yeah Yeah Giselle for engineers You could be a three and be Giselle. A three. Yeah. (laughs) You could be a four and be the mayor of Boston. That's an ugly city full of ugly people. Guys. There's a lot of ugliness in Boston. Anyway, Boston engineers, forget it. Uh, So no girls. Yeah, probably the ones that were were like, did anybody hook up at work?
1: Uh, I don't think so. It was pretty corporate. It's not like a hollywood version of any workplace like any hollywood version of like a doctor's office they're like fucking over a dead body you know like yeah. i lost another one like <laughs> just, you know <laughs> what i mean like
0: or like sh- firefighters they're gonna, yeah dude when they're fucking right by the body of their dead kid
1: oh always oh, which one would scene is that
0: the um so the guy who gets his hand chopped off uh, the, which one? The, one of the main dudes. He's from the Lannisters. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jamie the Lannister. Two, yeah, and, the, and, his, and his, his sister, his sister, wife, whatever. Uh-huh. And they're fucking over Joffrey's body right next to it. And she's like, no, no. And he's like, we're doing this. Fuck this. Yeah. We're waiting for you for too long. That's badass. That and in Sons of Anarchy at the end of the first year or something. I, I,
1: I like was watching that first season, and then I'm like, I can't do this to myself. This what? is... It's like the best worst show ever. What? I mean, this is too ridiculous. It insults my logic so many times. When they went to Ireland. It's like what you guys not only that man. I, was, I forgot who I was talk, talking this to. Like, um, all right. So like first season or is it second season? They're at the they're just at the hospital. Way too fucking much. Like. How are they at the hospital that much? They're at the hospital Like a the lot. baby's got a problem. Then one of the guys gets shot or they're at the hospital way too much just to talk to the love interest of Jax, right? Yeah. I'm like, I don't buy how much you're at this hospital.
0: There's that. They are at the hospital a lot. You're right. It makes no sense. I haven't sense. been to in a hospital a long time.
1: Yeah. And like 70% of the show takes place at a hospital. Um, there's that. <laughs> and then sometimes they'll, they'll tell... Uh, Hey, go trail this guy, and they're on fucking thousand decibel motorcycles, like, <laughs>
0: yeah. like. you don't think that guy's going to know that <laughs> that motorcycle's been near me for yeah, a long time? I was like trying day. to
1: do a bit about this, and it's like they should all get a Prius, but that doesn't look good on film. Just a bunch of bikers in a Prius. <laughs> um, so there's that. The whole baby thing too. What What baby thing Just the guy running And getting on a speedboat With a fucking baby That
0: is weird Um, And then the whole explanation Was like The priest thought That Jax's life Wasn't good enough For this baby So that's why he gave it To another family It's like come on And then what bugged
1: me the most Is that whole White supremacist Storyline going on Uh Right It's building up They have him cornered They have him cornered In this grocery store They have who cornered The the head dude Zubel or whatever Uh Right He's in this like Convenience store Like, they're waiting outside of this convenience store to kill this dude, right? right?
0: The dude with his daughter. His hot daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Hot daughter. All right? Yeah, after raping Peggy Bundy. Right. But at the end, you know, the end of the season,
1: sort of, he's waiting in that convenience store. Uh Uh-huh. And all the bikers are out there. They're about to kill him. And then he gets the phone call, uh, or Jack's, or whatever. He's like, my son... And then he leaves, and all of them leave. Like, we gotta help Jax out. You can't have one guy just stick around to kill
0: this dude. Yeah.
1: You've been jerking me along this whole season. <laughs> to try and you, to don't, get him you don't kill
0: this dude? Yeah, it's bullshit. Just go to the convenience store. It makes no sense to not kill this dude. What was what was with his son?
1: The speed belt thing. It's like, where right. they took my son, and then all the bikers. You don't need all the bikers to go check up on Jax.
0: Also, it's like, yeah, you're right. It's like, well, yeah, all right, so the, his kid got stolen, but... His mom did get raped by this guy. Yeah, just
1: say hey. Uh, you, you. Yeah, or one guy stick around, <laughs> kill this guy.
0: I liked when they killed the guy from the shield, and then they fucked right there.
1: I don't know if I saw. I mean, I think I, I tapped think it was out in the first
0: around. Year. Oh, so the doctor girl was having a. You know, uh-huh. she was having problems with the stalker. Oh, yeah, 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 and So yeah, yeah. Jack, he was like, I'll never leave you alone. Jack's like, fuck this, and just shot him. And then they just fucked as he was bleeding out. You you just
1: like uh, that juxtaposition of fucking over very morbid things. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty, <laughs> great. It's pretty like, great. Well, I think what we've learned on this podcast is that you're a fan of, like, fucking over dead bodies. <laughs> I've never done it, bro. I want to so bad. Because you just pointed out like two separate instances that are very clear cut. Yeah. <laughs> you go, oh man, you know you know what's great is uh, <laughs> you know when the, when there's that that dead body and then they're just like straight up fucking. Straight up fucking. Um, <clears throat> you should just make like make friends with the mortician or something and then be able to do it. Just have a field day.
0: Mike Black used to have a friend who worked. Slip him up. a twenty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you go. I won't be long. I won't be long. They go, oh, would you want to fuck one of the bodies? I go, I'm not a weirdo. I just don't want to fuck by it. I want to fuck
0: on a body, yeah, the yeah.
1: cushioning. I don't want to fuck a dead body. I'm not a weirdo. I just want to <laughs> fuck this chick over the dead body. Who do you think I am? Yeah.
0: Jamie Lannister. Um, so when you left, what was the story? How did you get out? All right. So the way I got out was,
1: <laughs> sounds like prison. Um the goal was always to get to a point where it was kind of obvious the job was holding me back or that I had
0: to make the leap. Yeah. So, because it's a cushy job. I heard DeRosa say that once about LA, about uh-huh. New York to LA. Yeah. And his theory, as told me by Rachel Rush, was which I like that theory, where it's like, you don't move to LA until you have to, until there's a reason to move exactly. to LA. Exactly.
1: That's kind of the same reasoning behind leaving my job. So, what happened was I did. Um, this NBC for diversity, stand-up for diversity thing. Oh,
0: yeah. And, That's why I'm shocked they don't put you at a half hour. You're diverse. I They're guess. always looking for that shit. I don't know.
1: So I did that, and I went far on it, and then I got some college dates out of it. Yeah. Um, and then I'd gotten Chuck. That oh, That was yeah. my first acting thing.
0: I saw that. I used to watch Chuck. That's funny. I, yeah. And I was like, fame! Yeah. I love it when you're we're not like a guy you know got on a show, but like you're already watching that show, and then you're like, oh! Huh! Oh,
1: yeah. Wow. Sometimes I'll be surprised because I've been in some things and I'll just get texts out of the blue like, hey, I saw you on Rizzoli Isles or I was watching Californication. (laughs) And you're like, why are you watching Yeah, yeah. If anything, it tells me more about that person. Like, why are you watching Rizzoli Rizzoli Isles?
0: Isles? I only did one. Not Fahim. uh, Sorry. (laughs) Sorry.
1: Oh, you mean Franklin and Abash?
0: Yeah. Oh, Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Kumail's on that No Okay That show's not still so on anymore Maybe He
1: wasn't on Rizzoli and Isles <clears throat> No Franklin and Bash Oh They have so many So and so and so and so names uh-huh. That it's hard to keep track <laughs> like, Is he on Franklin and Bash Or Rizzoli and Isles Or Jake and Sebastian
0: So yeah So I had that And then this and they must have seen you in that show. Did you take off time off no, work? No. To- what happened with that, there was
1: such a big lead time on it. like It wasn't going to come out for a while. But I did have to take off work for a week to film it. Yeah. So I just said there was a family emergency and had to be in Seattle. But I was in Burbank shooting it. Wow. My boss actually died while I was shooting it. Do you think? He died of a heart attack. Wow. <laughs> and that was kind of uh, weird and surreal. I remember did you being- find out while you were at work? I, was, uh, I found out while I was on the WB lot. Uh-huh. I was just talking to one of my coworkers and it was just so weird cuz I mean I saw him a few days ago. Yeah, what's his name? Kirat, Kirat
0: Patel. Kirat Patel, Patel. That's Indian yeah, as fuck. Yeah.
1: And he was I mean he was a hard worker and kind of like strict and but he was nice. He was a good guy. He was very but he was very work work work. Yeah. And a family man and stuff. And he was he wasn't that old too. Maybe he was like mid 40s and uh just heart attack and it just kind of crystallized that if you just work so much and buy into this American dream and you could drop dead at 45 and what's the point like what's the point of having a 401k and all this stuff if you're just dead at 45 and you didn't enjoy anything there really
0: is this attitude in this country of like it's all about I got it I got it yeah or
1: I got to have as much money or keep up with the Joneses but then you're just dead one day while you're not that I I ever bought into that like because I already I was always kind of laid back and follow your dreams and but be disciplined about it and My do friend what you that worked love at the
0: patent office he said so they give you tons of like sick time and and, and, uh, and vacation time uh, flex time he worked he got every other Friday off It's so great by working an extra hour yeah. a day and the things you had to hit in order to be pr- productive was so low that he's like I can do this in four days of the two weeks uh-huh. and then I'm just done but he said this guy that he when he started there at 22 23 because there was this guy there who looked like his age and he was like forty one. And he was like what and he goes I've been here the whole time and I got no stress. I keep making these raises. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Yeah, it's like it's like I mean Australia seems to have it figured out. I was backpacking across Europe. uh, That shit's part of your life. You got to do that shit. It's always Australians in the hostels. They're everywhere. Always. They take off time. They're like, let's go for two months. They don't just go, we're going to New York for a week. They're like, no, New York's the starting point. Mm -hmm. Then we're going to Vegas. We're going to Chicago, LA, Honolulu.
1: They travel. Yeah. So I had a few things lined up. And this MTV disaster date was... uh, one of the things that I was doing too, I'd have to be doing it for three months. Yeah. But I didn't want to straight up quit my job. I just wanted, I planned on coming back afterwards. It was too scary to just leave it all together. So I tried to see if I could come back after three months, say oh, I will have to take a leave of absence and then they wouldn't let me do it. HR wouldn't let me. And then I looked up like uh, how to get unemployment and then you you can't quit. You can't quit. You can't quit. You can't quit.
0: So, But if you get fired... So I was like, all right, I guess I got to get fired. <laughs> no, but here's how it works. Huh. You can quit before you do your other job. What do you mean? So you quit right before you do three months of disaster date. And then you use disaster date as the... It's only your last job. When did? Why did Well, you leave I didn't know this, this at oh, the okay. time,
1: so this is what happened. So, I mean, it's not like some big blunder or anything, but it's just kind of funny so, looking yeah, back. So, what ha- so I was just trying to get... <laughs> did you not show up? well i conducted an email or i composed an email i said hey everybody even though they told me i couldn't i go um i will be gone from this date all the way until this day i plan on returning <laughs> i just let them know that in my mind i plan on returning three months at a, yeah, three months later and that was the last email that i sent before i left the building and then in i didn't answer any emails or voicemails they emailed you back I mean, HR would try to get in touch with me, maybe let me know that's not going to happen. But I wanted that firing to come from them. How do you get an official firing?
0: Well, eventually. I just got a
1: letter of termination.
0: Really? Yeah. They can't just be like, well, he's not here. Let's just stop
1: paying him. I mean, that's probably what happened. I I didn't get paid for the time I was gone. But eventually, I got a letter of termination in the mail. Oh, and I was like, oh, sweet. Win! But it turns out I didn't even need to do that. <laughs> but I didn't burn any bridges or anything. Nobody really cares that I did it. I'm still yeah. on good terms with everybody. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't tell anybody that I was doing stand-up. But then I think word got out that I was leaving. And maybe it was a little unexpected for some people. And yeah. there
0: was this Persian guy. Wait, hold on. Do you think pink mid- mid-calf shorts? Mid-thigh shorts are Should be in the Hall of Fame Of ways to tell If you're gay um, it's, it's
1: up there anyway. But we don't know
0: Maybe it's Maybe it's a new trend We're just yeah, not maybe. privy to Bright it. pink what, uh, So this, so is this Persian, Persian
1: yeah. dude Like three days Before I'm supposed to leave He googles me And then it's game over. Like if you Google me, everything's out there. You know, this is days of MySpace and Clips and stuff. And luckily, there was a big enough generation gap where nobody—it wasn't second nature to be like, "What's your MySpace?" or "What's your Facebook?" Because then everyone would know. But this guy was just going, "Oh, that's strange. He's leaving in three days, and he just Googled me. I don't know why. And then, then he just told everybody. And in my did I do stand up, and that's out there. So that was kind of weird. Just the last couple days, I had to.
0: Answer questions
1: Right uh, You would think if you were this guy That if I didn't tell anybody for three and a half years Maybe it was for a reason
0: It's the questions It's like It's not like How's the new hour coming Right It's like So what's it like being a comedian the, Asking somebody what's yeah. it like
1: Is just the most Or uh, uh, what do you do What's, uh, what's your style Like yeah. it's, it's uh, I That's do Panda style
0: for, My bio for the longest time was uh, It's a puppet show without the puppets yeah, and way dirty. I dirt mean, here. that's
1: pretty accurate.
0: It's a style, I don't know, how man. Do you,
1: how, yeah, I, you figure it is, out. I'll just do jokes, funny, or tell me a joke. Like it's really not the right environment. So then
0: I left, man. So you were out of there. You regret it? Do you still f- use that as your fallback plan?
1: I mean, I still get monster dot com engineer job listings sent to me like really? every week. I I haven't unsubscribed yet. I mean, I don't think I'll go back. I don't want to. I'm not going to go back, but
0: you have that in your head?
1: No, not even. I mean, I've just had it ingrained in me just for the first couple years. Like, oh, maybe. Yeah. But I'm so far. Yeah. I kept thinking about Fallout
0: plan, too, until I realized, like, oh, I'm unhirable.
1: I've been doing nothing
0: for too long.
1: The thing is, I wouldn't even have to get into engineering if I wanted to. Like, a lot of times, you just get a degree in something, and then you're eligible for... Whatever job. Yeah. A lot of times, people don't exactly work at the degree they got. Yeah,
0: they just like oh you went to college alright you can do this other thing I hear the average person has four careers in their lifetime yeah people jobs, bounce around careers yeah um, yeah I got a job or try to get a job with some tech companies as an English major as the guy who writes their pamphlets uh huh you know like nothing to do with any of it but that's what you need an English major for I, remember
1: I interviewed before I got the Boeing job yeah I interviewed at some uh, cabinet making company in Anaheim yeah. You're so dumb when you're in another city. You're like, oh yeah, Anaheim. I could drive up to the comedy store. Like <laughs> yeah. it's so far. <laughs>
0: yeah, I always got place in Long
1: Beach was barely doable. Oh, it's from not. like Anaheim, yeah, I could do that. So I toured this. It was called RSI, mm-hmm. and they just made cabinets and stuff. And I was doing the whole walking through the factory and really putting I to on act like you're interested. Yeah, What's, yeah. I'm like, what oh cabinets. Doing. I've always, yeah, we dealt with wood back
0: in college.
1: And then I didn't. I wrote them a thank you letter and all that shit. And then just I the didn't thank get you it. Letter.
0: Yeah, I didn't. Diaz told me to write thank you letters after big auditions.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't subscribe to that. Thank you letters or like gift baskets. So I, nice I don't. You. Yeah, exactly. It's like, look, I'll just. Your, do you want to work job. together? This is what I do. I don't want to get a job because I gave someone a muffin.
0: Right, but you do want to get the job if giving you a muffin would get it for you.
1: Not even like look, I'm busy doing other stuff. If I'm right for it, great. If you could, I'm book not going gonna...
0: And all it took is a muffin. It just feels weird. It yeah, feels it does dirty. Feel weird, like I want it off good. merit. I don't want yeah. it. because you have a seems sweet like tooth for sure. Kissing up. Yeah, it seems like exactly. Obviously, like it feels like you don't value yourself. Yeah, or them they're as like, my their, talent ca- as may their be director abilities. it's like are, they're so easily swayed by sweets. Yeah, but then they realize <laughs> that's just human nature, and they are. I guess my my commercial agent got a shitty gift bag once and was like angry about it. She dropped. It's like you'd be better off not giving him anything. She goes,
1: Edible arrangements are nothing.
0: <laughs> are nothing um yeah disaster date that's your awesome what are they what are they how do they cast for disaster day? hey guys want to be kind of funny i know what uh, was that show all about
1: well it's i wasn't good enough yeah, for, the, <laughs> for the first season i didn't get it first season yeah so second season and then they rolled it over into the second season
0: me and Che uh, spent like twenty minutes once outside uh, Stand Up New York, uh-huh. making fun of. I think it was Pete Davidson, uh-huh. but it might have been somebody else about Guy Code. Yeah, <laughs> and he just kept saying, he just kept saying stuff like, "Guys, in this street, i <laughs> on <to> my street, <laughs> Guy Code." <laughs> you know, hey guys, you know I'm doing shade, that, right. <laughs> I know. <laughs> shade helps you stop getting hurt from the sun, <laughs> Guy Code. <laughs> like, what is that show? Uh. Is it just best
1: week ever? It's with basically, just, man. You know it's green, it's green screen. That's a whole Once I saw like you ever have a girl show up your Bow part, I was like click off. Yeah, I could. Yeah, but it's shiny and quick quick cuts kids like it. I can't, uh, Yeah. And it's just bright neon backgrounds and that's, a, that's quick cuts like that. Yeah, it's just like hip hop music like yo you guys different and then just like another person talking. You, you never, you sit, never have a second to think.
0: Do you almost sit around like on a chair together and talk, or is it just one at a time in there? It's usually it depends.
1: Some people are paired up, and they have this banter going on. I was in by myself.
0: Is the is the the overall goal like if you're the best of the best on guy code? Is it like maybe I'll get to go to girl code? Uh, I don't know if if it's like a feeder league. <laughs> to, I don't know if it's the girl minor, code is like, way bigger, right? Oh
1: yeah, girl code is huge because is I, one on MTV
0: and one is MTV. Yeah, too? girl code
1: is MTV. Guy code is MTV two. Um yeah and it hasn't really done like it's not like I'm blown up from it. I think if you got on the on the ground floor,
0: yeah, I think that's what it is. It was same thing with Chelsea, same thing yeah, with all these yeah, things, yeah. the half hour specials, all so, of it where I'll, it's like I'll, if you get one early, it's like does something and then it, Twitter too, same <coughs> shit. Yeah. Early on people are like who should I follow just on Twitter? Up. I heard this guy say now it's just like I know who I follow. Mm-hmm. You really have to sway them to get someone I might to follow you. get two followers one guy code airs. Yeah. Or one at reply. I'm like thanks, thanks for watching. Dude, I had, I, had this, I had a storyteller show, a series that just ended, eight episodes. I had a special that aired in January. <laughs> You've had a nice January, run here. Yeah, And I had another special that aired in March. I was on At Midnight uh, the day before the special. In that time, with all those things, and on countless podcasts, I went up 10,000 Twitter followers. Through all that. Through all that. Yeah, and being mentioned by Howard Stern got me zero. <laughs> well, I mean, how many people have, or how many of his fans are on Twitter? So yeah, exactly. Some enough. The annoying ones are. <laughs> <laughs> but you're lucky. I'm mentioning it. No, I'm not. Nobody's lucky about. This. Anyway, I don't want to talk about this. Um, don't don't wrote me into this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love want, terrestrial I radio. <laughs>
1: Was it funny? Hold on, this is for radio, right? <laughs> this is for radio. I we're going to split you, it up and put well, it, this. Yeah, will be we're a beaming this seconds. out right now. Yeah. Well, you want to take some callers?
0: Yeah, <laughs> let's take some call. So that's uh, KLO4. Uh, if you uh, This is drive time. That's right. Drive time's is a huge market. Uh huh. God. You know what they have now, radio stations? What? Instead of, uh, when you do morning radio, instead of vending machines, they have this honor code thing. That it's it's just like you can open up a fridge, or whatever, and, and then put money in, and then you scan it, and then put your credit card or money in. But like you can also just steal it.
1: Huh? We had that, but it was like a bucket you put money in. Everyone's oh, pretty, yeah. yeah.
0: They do that run in with the with the stuff. Uh-huh. As far as homeless people don't go up there and just kill it on those energy bars.
1: Well, if they listen to podcasts, we just we That's open we up a lucky. whole new.
0: They don't listen to podcasts, <laughs> no. I saw homeless guy They listen guy to terrestrial radio. <laughs> <laughs> I saw homeless guy dancing. You know that, that shut down diner? I like La Brea and yeah, Fairfax. Yeah, they use it for filming. Uh-huh. So I saw some guy in the bus stop outside, that homelessy looking guy. He had like a, a shopping cart and mm-hmm. everything. And he was dancing with and he had those old uh, white uh, iPhone oh, yeah. uh, headphones. I was like, how the fuck is this
1: guy? It's not uncommon for homeless people to have cell phones now or like an iPod
0: Touch. Yeah, but then he did a spin move. Uh-huh. And um, and he kept dancing, and while I was doing the spin move, I realized, oh, the, those just weren't plugged in. <laughs> <They> <laughs> what I was in the air, and he was
1: What I found interesting is I like when crazy people respect the fact you have headphones in. Like, they're, oh, really? they're, they're like, oh, okay, or they just know not to be crazy to someone who has Can't headphones in. They're like, oh, he's not going to hear my crazy, so they're kind of sane enough to know that to know what that that's interesting off. to me because they're like, blah, 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 and then they'll see you have headphones and be like, oh my crazy is going to be wasted on this guy. Right Save it up Right Save it up So there's still someone in there Who Who knows crazy from not crazy
0: You see homeless people And they don't talk to you When you're on your headphones. guy code <laughs> 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 the thing about uh, homeless people is uh, Do you have to say yeah, go. I've go, never had to go say Go bark at him Go bark at him Cheryl Let him know who's boss uh, Do you have to say guy code at the end of it Or do they do that for you I, <laughs> and that's how i say it too you've gotta you gotta build up
1: the nasal sound before <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> hey
2: um <laughs> is
1: that still going on do you still do that it's airing maybe it finished up um yeah i think they might have done their last episode ever <laughs> no, as a people, we need no. that. You think everyone's crying like all the bros are like,
0: oh, oh God, um, yeah, I never knew. These gang have been you. the best years of my life. I never knew this <laughs> meant so much to me.
1: <laughs> it's just a bunch of hugging and
0: Just
1: Stefano. He's on both. Oh, he's crushing it. He's he's like the man. He's on guy and girl code. I think so. He's yeah. And then there's like round table stuff too. Dude, that carly girl was coming
0: around. I wanted to bone her so bad.
1: Oh, that Pete's uh, girl?
0: was now, yeah. But she had that pink hair, that red hair. I was uh-huh. like, whoa, oh, who's that? She was coming around the I've stand ever and stuff. i met her in person. I was like, who is that? He was like, she's dating on Comic-Card. I'm like, fuck. Damn it. Yeah. You've never met her in person? No. No. are you you pitching guy code versus girl code road rules (laughs) yeah
1: what if we get this on the road guys
0: let's get an RV I love when a legit comic yeah (laughs) go do it I love when a legit comic like you or Soder does guy code and I just mock just mock you yeah it's It's really great art you're doing really funny stuff on guy code way to add to the zeitgeist of American humor
1: I just feel like I have some pearls of wisdom to give to 14 year olds it's good money I guess it's yeah it's okay it's okay money I mean it's just a bunch of things you gotta do and I mean you're not gonna turn it down
0: are you? I went in for I don't know because I went in for best week ever Uh when they did it or yeah best week ever they redid it and I went in and I know I wasn't right for it too old and also like I'm too dark for that but I was it was my first audition where I was like I'm not gonna change who I am to match what I think you're looking for and so, so one of them was about the reality show about the girl with the conjoined twins. Uh-huh. And I just, all this stuff about how I don't believe in God anymore <laughs> after seeing this. And my rabbi finally understands my I don't believe in God. And they were like, thank you. And I was like, oh, man, I know you're not going to, it's just like, I know they weren't going to hire me, but it was like, that was a good audition. That's, I yeah. would, li- if I were well, watching the show, I would like you to put this sure.
1: on. You have a better chance of booking something if you're truer to you than trying to fit
0: in something that you think somebody else wants you to be. I went for a meeting with MTV once. And fun meeting two Jewish girls, uh huh. Talk about sleepweight camp and shit. And at the end of it, they're like, ah, oh, cool. Any questions? I'm like, no, um, I mean, I'll never work with you guys, right? <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing. And they're like, I, probably not. I'm like, look, if you get a substitute teacher role, yeah, let me know. Look me up, but otherwise, I get it. No big deal. Not hurt by this at all.
1: Yeah, but sometimes it's just fun knowing what, what you do. It's liberating to know <clears throat> what you do, what you do well, <clears throat> and not yeah. have to, yeah, totally. Do something else.
0: Guy okay, code. Um, okay. Hey, Cheryl, you want to go for a walk? Guy okay, code. Do they do that on Girl Code, too? Probably not. Girl uh, code. No, I think they do. Is Girl Code the exact same thing as Guy Code, or do they actually I've make it sensibilities for girls and boys? Girl code is kind of more
1: informative than it is, like, punchy.
0: Girls, when you're bleeding on your <laughs> vagina, that's actually called the period. Girl code.
1: <laughs> like that? Yeah, that's pretty... Yeah.
0: Girls, douche but, but, is but bad hold, for you. Hold
1: on, there's normal. There's like a backing track though. So bu- before you do it, let me lay down. Okay.
0: Like a- Girls, when a substitute teacher asks you to talk after school, don't do it. He's a rapist. Girl code. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to pick that up, you don't have to give me residuals. <laughs> you have to get Fahim residuals only. Uh, yeah, I just want the music residuals. Dude, I went to the Nike store. I bought two pairs of Nikes One in this color and the felt, the high top, Ooh. and one of these Jordan throwbacks. I got these from the Wardrobe Girls at uh, Chuck. They were so nice. It's the best time to get new clothes. Wardrobe, wardrobe. Girls. First of all, that's what they. That's their job. That's their jam. I had one time I, I did a commercial for Coke Zero. I got one we of the functions well. I got this <laughs> spray. Aunt, my aunt offered me Coke Zero yesterday but
1: she said, Do you want zero Coke? <laughs> I just thought that was so funny. And then and then if I said
0: like yes and then she just gave me no Coke. <laughs> <laughs> zero Coke. Yeah, do you want zero Coke? Yeah, here's some Pepsi then. It's got zero Coke in it. <laughs> <laughs> so you got
1: a Coke Zero or whatever?
0: Oh yeah. And after I played like a IT guy, which uh-huh. I played a lot, right? From like twenty five to like thirty five. And uh, they're like, do you want this outfit for Half price?" They're like, nah, it's okay. They're like, you don't want the outfit that professional stylists told you that you look like an IT guy in? And I was like, please give it to me. Yes. And that was just my audition outfit. Uh, felt tie. Not like a felt uniform. tie, knit tie. That was great. A button up. Button up. Some pens khaki or whatever. pants. No pens. That's too much. Uh, that's the yesteryear My IT glasses guy. are my glasses. Um... What else should I ask you about Boeing, about aerospace engineering? What is it that people don't know about it?
1: Um, I don't
0: know what I thought this podcast would be.
1: Oh, I guess... uh, I don't know if it's interesting or not. There's usually two camps when you work at a company in aerospace or engineering. There's direct employees and then there's contract employees. Contractors. Contract, they can make a ton of money. Why? Because you don't have the security... Um, As a direct employee It's freelance Yeah your contract You're more expendable Like if dark times come Contractors are usually The first
0: to go Before direct employees But they're not even employees How do they go They're not (laughs) even hired It's just kind of like
1: Hey see you later There's less bureaucracy I think if you get rid Of direct employees It's harder It's harder to do With HR And how long They've been there And they're less expendable Than contract Contractors serve As kind of a buffer between the direct employees, Don't So they also
0: hire contractors that can never hire full time? But they're like, look, I'll work on this thing for you for two months. Well, they're kind of specialized too.
1: Like they have experience, they've been around a Expertise. ton of places. That, yeah, they're just very, they're good. So they'll make um, their rates are usually pretty high. They can make like f- forty to seventy an hour, uh, and then when over wow. when overtime comes, like twelve. Yeah, when overtime comes, they they make like time and a half or or double time. Jesus. Yeah. Forty bucks an hour. So they yeah. Was there any and cl- they, so yeah. so they clean up on overtime. If there's some project where they're letting the floodgates open with uh overtime, contractors are all about it. Because that's how they just clean house. You're making double time, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. So some of these guys will just bounce around from you know, hot job to hot job. Like the joint strike fighter, they had uh it was like a Northrop Grumman project. Yeah. There were or maybe there's a couple people involved, but I know that they had a bunch of overtime over there. So these guys will just, just clean house. They'll make like $200 I worked or... at, they're
0: trying to like save money. So like, hey, instead of, um, just so you know, instead of time and a half for overtime, you were now to all the paralegals and stuff. And by the way, there was fucking in that. Paralegals would fuck uh-huh. after hours. But um, they'd say you're making half time from now on. Oof. And people are like, well, we're not going to work overtime. Like, yeah, that's the point. We expect you to finish during the day. Like, don't. So it was a deterrent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then, so yeah, get your job done. Or if you don't get your job done, you'll be fired. But don't stay late. So it was like, wow. Wow. Hey, was there any classified shit that you weren't privy to or were privy to?
1: Probably, but I don't, I don't know. Like, it was commercial. Commercial is pretty much an open book. If I was working on, like, Letter space does. stuff or, like, rockets or something, maybe it would be a little more lock and key. Yeah. Boeing
0: made a shitload of money, huh?
1: Well, Boeing's always going to do very well. It's You're talking about airplanes here, you know? Yeah. Like...
0: You get enough orders. So who gets the orders? Like like China Air and New Zealand Air and shit like that. Yeah, just and airliners. U- yes. The
1: government too, with like, with defense stuff. C seventeen. They actually manufacture that in Long What's Beach. C seventeen
0: fighter jet. C
1: seventeen is like a cargo plane, I think. Okay. So it's a bigger plane. Um, yeah, Boeing's
0: too big to fail, and it's one of the biggest. Is that the kind where the back comes down, and if you're y- really badass, you can drive a car? I think, with that, I think with the a, back opens parachute up, and, off and you can, yeah. Um, that's cool. But it's cyclical
1: Aerospace is a cyclical, cyclical industry So like every 13 years It'll be downturn And then downturn Because my dad was an engineer too Yeah He worked at Boeing Well he still works at Boeing <coughs> Really? Same job actually Really? You worked with your dad? I didn't No but he worked in Everett Or uh He worked in Everett for a long time Did your
0: fire, father fire you? No Not at all Damn Oh <laughs> shit Did you put that Parking pass in your car You did oh, right? No oh, okay, but parked I parked yeah, okay, yeah, okay, Okay. Yeah. Okay. Look at him out there Two of them Oof they on so bikes up and down. on bikes you can't beat a bike they don't have to get out of their car to do it no
1: what if they're on horses just that'd be pretty cool f- yeah it's
0: so cold oh uh, yeah Cheryl's that's shiver shivering shit that they do alright Cheryl I'll take you out in a minute yeah. or you can just go inside to a yeah don't be a stupid Doug. I got a piece so bad
1: um yeah it's cyclical so my dad would always be worried about losing his job every couple years but it never happened
0: why well, valued member of this of the I guess
1: uh, <laughs> yeah I assume so but I, I would say every 7 or 10 years guys are worried about losing their jobs do they ever have like
0: massive layoffs like that yeah, yeah. that always happens to every big company uh, with Boeing just oh, and that's th- growing up the contract I always, first and then the
1: yeah and then, then it'll cut into the direct employees if it's bad enough wow. but then it'll upturn again
0: and they'll hire a bunch of people yeah but they won't they'll, hire they'll go them. through booms and busts all the time people get those jobs back when they've been yeah. massively laid
1: off Mm-hmm. and you'd kind of be surprised at uh, like how many times people bounce around in aerospace. Someone will work at Northrop, they'll work at Lockheed, they'll work at Boeing. It's just a big revolving door. You would think that the Boeing people are Boeing people, and Northrop are Northrop people.
0: Do they have that, like the way Ford and Chevy it's a, does? It's a small community. Where you have like, the pride about your company? Like if you work for Ford, you'd be like, it's nah, all about I Ford. I feel like Ford that's gone.
1: Nobody has that kind of company pride anymore, unless in you're any doing amazing things. Yeah, if you're a Boeing, I mean, maybe if you're high up, and, I bet it's like that
0: for like small companies.
1: If you're like SpaceX and you're doing exciting things, you'd be like, yeah, SpaceX. But if you're just if you work at Walmart, you're not like fuck Target, you know? Right. Unless you're the, the st- unless you're like a store manager or something, and but if you're just a door greeter, you're not like fuck Target people.
0: I feel like at, at every job, maybe it's changed. But I feel like at every job they they clan up and they go like we're the best. The same thing as the store like that over the, like the factory. Uh, we're like their comics suck. We're comics are the best and then somebody points out like one of our shitty comics you're like that's no, what we're well, talking Well the thing about. is I think that's only that might if be you're not playing to. if if
1: you're just playing the store and that's yeah. the only place you play sure you subscribe to that. Like I love the store. I have a soft spot for it. It's my home club. But it's just a club. But I like, I like the factory too. It's like they give me there. It's because yeah but I mean would you not perform at the factory if no, they gave you yeah. Did last night. So you wouldn't be like, fuck the factory, you know? I used to. Oh, really? Yeah. Was well, that when you're not getting spots? Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Sure.
0: And people are like, what do you think of the improv comics? And I, and I finally, we would always talk, like, they're not that good. And then I realized, oh, there are no improv comics. Oh, yeah. They yeah. just, they have bringer shows and they have, they have two real nope, shows Nobody week, can three. call
1: the improv their home.
0: Yeah. Nobody works out there and gets better. It's kind of so like a truck. It's like guys that a, have performed there.
1: It's a truck stop almost for comedians. Yeah.
0: Damn, it's so weird. It used to be the place. To go get seen and stuff No more
1: Well now Now you get seen on Vine You don't even get seen in the club
0: No, nah, it still happens Alright FOMO It's, it's <laughs> FOMO Is that what your mom calls you? FOMO FOMO Yeah My favorite new nickname That black people use Is FAM FAM That's been around for a while Though yeah. right It's a year and a half Or two years fam. But it's like I like it Alright FAM I'll see you later It's like yeah I'm your family FAM I Like, like
1: an Asian last name as well Yeah And hmm. FAM Or FAM
0: pham that mm-hmm. fan or is it that fam fan for him it's fan okay but fam is one he kicked the glasses off my face once <laughs> what that fan yeah, without touching me um wild how, how did this happen we're in la jolla and i was like was it on purpose yeah i had this little like twig that looked like a dart and i was gonna be like i was i don't know what i said to him but i was like hey kick at me and i want to show you something. and then he kicked my glasses off my face was it? Uh, did he mean to kick him I off? I don't know. I don't know how close he meant to get. He's supposedly like a great like karate guy. Uh huh. But I don't know what that means. He's also probably forty five now. So you should knows? bring him
1: on about a karate podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that fan. Yeah, yeah. You go, hey, so I hear you go to karate, and then
1: it's just dead space for like <laughs> <That's> <laughs> five <it>. minutes. <laughs> Where can people
0: find you, Fahim um, and Lance kentopoulos Lance, my buddy your buddy Lance he looks a lot like you he does he's is he Afghani
1: nobody knows where he's from where <laughs> is, nobody knows where he's from <laughs> uh
0: Lance has a Twitter on Instagram doesn't he he does yeah, yeah. um what is it can't stop Lance it's L L can't was <laughs> was Lance can't taken no
1: I think it's too long oh right and for the sake of brevity he went L can't Stop-a-less. yeah so L can't Stop-a-less on Instagram and Twitter <laughs> And, and you're on then, there too, right? I'm on there too. Fahim Anwar. And then website, FahimAnwar.com.
0: I'm really shocked you haven't gotten a half hour yet. With that ethnic a name? I don't know. It's not as pretty easy guy. as just being it's ethnic. A great That's comic. It. No, it's not as easy as that. But I've done booking. When an ethnic person comes up, it's like, ooh. Does it? Wow. Oh, you mean in the room? Yeah. People get a bonus. We're over. like, we need to fill that role. So if you have two guys that are at 88%, and one's ethnic, you're like, wow, an ethnic woman? Forget about it.
1: I don't know. They have their own agenda, though, too. And you can't know everything in, in every scene. So. What do you mean? They're in New York, you know, a lot of the people oh, in right, right, right. LA is a different scene. And it's, they're not in the streets, so they don't really know no, what's going the on. They just hear rumblings from whoever they associate that's with. That's problem. And too, they have their like, own ideas of what they think is funny.
0: Any executive that has, like, kids should really put their assistant in charge of going out. Yeah. Because you're not going to. You're not going to be out at yeah. midnight at a club. That's you're kind maybe of frustrating. You're maybe going to stop by 8.30 to see a specific guy, but you're not mm-hmm. just going to go hang out yeah. and see, like, 20 guys. It is frustrating as an
1: artist to know that, that huge disconnect between the button pushers and what's happening in yeah. the scene
0: because yeah. there's
1: a huge chasm.
0: Yeah. They're like, who are the relevant There's a lot of people slipping through the and
1: cracks. There's And then when you get on the radar, it's almost like, You should have been on it two years ago or like, you know what I mean? I mean, I
0: never got that short set comedy at Comedy Central. I mean, who cares? You got two hours. it doesn't matter. But it was one of those things where it's like (laughs) at some point, like I slipped through your crack. Yeah.
1: But then you just have to understand too that like there are many avenues and there are many things to get. And just because you want this one thing doesn't mean that that's going to be the career difference maker. Yeah. Like sure, you didn't get that short set on Comedy Central, but you have so many other great things. Yeah, that are easy to see in hindsight, but when all you want is that Gotham At the set time, I didn't have because your else. friends are getting right.
0: it, and you feel like your life will change. Yeah, I guess I was getting commercials and stuff. People would be jealous yeah. of that. Like Tony Hinchcliffe's all mad. He's like, "Oh, Comedy Central will not appreciate me." And I'm like, dude, you work for them. You you make more yeah. money off Comedy Central than most of us.
1: And I'm a logical dude, and I I understand it. Like, I know what I want. Yeah. I, I know like maybe what I'm capable of, but then I can put myself in their shoes and be like, like say the half hours last year, who got them. I get it. Okay, like I see yeah, who gets Norman, them. Funny guy. Yeah, funny guy, and then also maybe there's things around it too, like like Kurt too. Like he had that like, roused about, or he has a relationship with Comedy Central. Ronald. Yeah, oh, right. There's so, stuff like that. So yeah. it's kind of things in tandem to help push something along. Yeah. If you're just a funny dude and that's it. Like there's a lot of
0: just straight up funny things. My dudes. friend Justin explained this to my agent. He was like when people say, Like, why can't I get on the road, I'll kill and he goes, Yeah man, so will every headliner. Yeah. What you're saying is expected of you, not something to be revealed. Totally. You just have to be good enough to you'd be surprised when you go to a stand up show
1: and people are like, Oh, that was great. You just have to be there are so many people who could do the job yeah. to get someone to come out and say, That was good. Like someone's will go on the road with Bobby, people will be like, Oh, you were fantastic, oh man, you were so funny And I'm like, Yeah, thanks, but like, you know, you wouldn't even come and see me
0: if it weren't for Bobby right exactly and they won't remember your name 20 minutes later they will not remember your name
1: (laughs) right They go. what was this uh, Flemem Flemem Blanoir something yeah
0: you're good (laughs) (laughs) okay good Um, All right. well this is a short podcast but I, I think we're done with the topic guys that's what I do I finish a topic and then we're finished with it you're done man I go as long as it goes it's your podcast yeah I guess so well thanks for coming over Thanks for having me. Um, I'm trying to think what else there is to talk about with you or to tell people about you. I guess that's it. All right. See, Fahim constantly at the comedy store. Uh, sometimes Lance Kansopoulos goes up instead of him. I'm a big fan. Some, if you haven't seen yeah. Lance Kansopoulos, you should just somehow see it. You put him on the lineup now, right? Uh, well, yeah, Lance will be on the lineups. If you follow him on
1: Twitter, he tweets when he's performing. Oh, really? Yeah. That's good. He also has an account on Laugh Stub. Really? Yeah. It's pretty wow. interesting.
0: And What's uh, his account like on Stuff The photo's ridiculous, <laughs> and his bio's ridiculous. I'll thing. put a link to it on their website. Really, the bio—I bet the bio is ridiculous. Parts yeah. unknown. What does uh,
1: it say? Basically, he came out of nowhere. Like no one knows where
0: he came from. Came out of literally came out of right. nowhere.
1: Right, and he kind of he he combines karate, dancing, and comedy <laughs> into something we've never really seen before. Yeah,
0: <laughs> fucking Lance. Uh, he did my store twenty show last year. Yeah. That was a fun show That was a fun show I met Bo there He's a really cool Oh really? Cool dude. That's yeah. you met Beau Roulette? Uh huh
1: That's cool Really cool dude He took some photos of Lance Did he really? He did Lance <laughs> and Bo had a photo shoot That's nice Alright what?
0: Dog, what nation All right, do this, do thanks that. for him. Thanks, yeah, bye. Boeing, Boeing 707, going, going skywardly heavenly,
2: higher than bluebirds fly. I don't know why I came. high Boeing, Boeing 707, going, going skywardly heavenly, higher than.
0: That is the episode, it got better when I stopped talking about engineering shit, god engineers are boring, they're so boring, I don't know if I said this on the podcast, but it reminds me of the, an art, uh, a cartoon from the University of Maryland, I almost for sure said it, right, I mean I almost for sure said it, it had to have come up when I talked about engineers. But they were having a party, the engineering department was having a party, and one guy goes, where are all the girls? And the other guy goes, I invited her, but she didn't come. Um, same time I was, that article was going, Aaron uh, Magruder, is that his name? The guy did boon, Boondocks? Uh, he was writing a, a, a cartoon at the University of Maryland paper also, as was I writing a column. I wonder what those columns look like now. Would I be embarrassed by those? I bet I'd be really embarrassed by what I wrote in those columns. Not because of my stance would have changed. But I think because my writing would be so terrible. I hope at least the grammar and the punctuation were good. I hope it didn't just write it in an afternoon, like in fucking three hours, and not even look over the grammar and punctuation. <sighs> I mean, if, to write an article in any sort of like column or anything like that, with terrible punctuation and grammar, it's like, dude, just show that you looked it over once. Don't just say it was like your first thought. First draft is anything is shit. Ernest Hemingway. Um, don't forget to go to my website, arithegreat.com, and check everything out. You can see my tour dates like Bonnaroo in June, where I'll be with Big J, Dan Soder, Jeff Ross, Ralphie May. Ooh, it should be fun. Natasha, probably Moshe. It should be fun. DC Improv in July. Edinburgh, Edinburgh, all of August. I'm doing this. Is not happening. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday in August, including Shroom Fest, which you guys should prepare for. You guys should prepare. It's August twenty ninth, thirtieth, and thirty first this year. It's the latest it's ever gonna fall out. Get your supplies now, and by supplies I mean psychedelic mushrooms, and participate. That means at any point during August 29th, 30th, or 31st, 2015, all you got to do is mushrooms. It be anywhere in the world, wherever you are. Spread the world. Spread the word. Tell everybody else you're going to do them. Make plans. Hey, guys, it's a Shroom Fest thing. Wouldn't that be a great excuse to do mushrooms for the first time? I think we should. Why am I talking like I'm sorry? <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's the episode, right? Um is there anything else I had to say? I don't think so. Hopefully I'll see you in Bangkok tonight. If not, I'll see you back in New York when I get home. I'll be at the stand, cellar, stand-up New York. All through May and June. Alright. Bye everybody. <laughs>
2: Oh